Alright, hello everyone, it's me Daniel K. Welcome to Daniel K's Let's Play. Today we're going to be playing Final Fantasy X 2. Alright, let's go! Let's go! Alright, I just hit the button. Final Fantasy X 2 on my PS Vita. The HD remaster. This is a blind playthrough. I've never. This is as, as much. This hitting the button on the Vita just then. This is as much of Final Fantasy X 2 that I've ever played. Square Enix, I see on the screen. Final Fantasy Ten Two selected from the menu. It was that, or like some extras that come with the HD remake. But just give me the game, thanks. Oh, a loading screen. Oh, there's a cute little bird over the loading screen logo. That's a little upgrade from the Final Fantasy X loading screen, which in all other ways this exactly resembles, which is comforting for me, having just completed the game Final Fantasy X just last night. Final Fantasy X 2 Project, 2002 through 2004. The logo is a bird. Guns! Immediately handguns. Artistically rendered images of handguns. Producer, Yoshinori Kitasi. We're seeing, like... Oh, a sword. Uh, artsy, dark, like, image... Images of, of objects. What is this? Some spikes and a side breast. Yep, and some bows tied around an arm and a shoulder. Oh, what is this? A motorbike? Are there motorbikes in this game now? Yeah, this is like the credits. Ooh, a scary clown face with some lightsabers playing drums? Okay. Hand clutching the hilt of a weapon. This is enough of this. Let's hit the start button. Okay. Alright, I see Riku and Yuna and then another person I don't recognize in the sort of... in the new game screen where I'm about to select new game. I gotta admit, I can't stand Riku. Riku irritates the shit out of me. Oh, Riku. Why are you in this game? Couldn't it have been someone else? And Yuna's pointing a gun at me. Oh, you're so... different. What are you doing pointing a gun at me? You're supposed to be being nice to everybody. Incessantly. Constantly. Nothing... Nothing but sort of... Oh, self-deprecating niceness. And... Oh, you know. have to give my all for the people of Spira. I'm prepared to give my life, oh, even if it means I'm going to die. I have a duty to uphold people of Spira. Um, we have to blah, 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 blah. Very serious. New game. Uh, blue sky with birds in. Gulls. Oh, a Blitzball tournament um, sphere bubble. Uh, yeah, some Blitzball. It's like a big arena. Oh, the inside. Everybody's cheering and yelling. Just like the start of Final Fantasy X. Hooray, the crowd goes wild. Oh, someone's been knocked out on the ground. A woman is running away. She seems nonchalant. Ah, a foot and some tassels belonging to Riku. YRP in position. She's got a different voice actor. Oh, we see some some flying spotlights circling the arena. We're cutting into the arena. See some blitzball action. That was happening behind the scenes, I think. Some cool electric guitar playing people are floating around on flying platforms. Here's a crazy clown drummer with lightsabers. 
that I was confused by. It's like a big clown robot. Oh, Yuna's on stage. She's going to do a big dance to some techno music. Yeah, she's doing her cool summoner uh, send them dance. Oh my god, her clothes are all coming off. Oh, she's in a cool little feathery blue number. She's an idol now. Yeah, she's doing a perfect blue style idol dance. Just singing a pop song. Some cool hologram men are dancing behind her. Ah, oh, it's a pretty cool outfit actually. Being photographed. Oh no, she's being looked at through binoculars by uh, what's her face, Riku, who's just been told off by a guard. Oh, she's fighting the guard. She's got dreadlocks. I can't stand. I can't stand Riku. She looks cool. I mean, she's doing a cool-looking pose, like she's consciously trying to look cool after having defeated that guard with some physical physical violence that she did to him through punches. She got pretty good at punching towards the end of my Final Fantasy X game. Man, but nothing to p- compared to Yuna. I sent Yuna through, um, through Oren's uh, level up sphere grid grid and so she was doing 9999 damage every time she well although yeah I don't think I broke the damage limit with her that's not what her ultimate weapon does yeah, we're just watching a pop music video who is this this is this this third uh, this third character I've never seen before piney 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 she's also beating up guards just like Riku oh she's on here's Riku they're joining up they're just beating up guards in the stadium, in broad daylight. I guess it's, I guess it's night time, or they're inside. Cause it was broad blue daylight when this whole th- scenario started. Oh, cool. Uh, the clown robot drummer is drumming like it's in an Apex Twin music video. Final Fantasy X2 or Final Fantasy X2 HD remaster. Riku's uh, taken one of the guitarist's uh, hover jets. Oh, a loading screen. There we are. So that was all like a, a cool cutscene. And now it's in-game graphics. Everything's slightly shittier. Yuna's doing her, her cool dancing, but it looks a bit, bit more awkward and pathetic. She's not singing anymore. What is this? What? Oh, okay. Payne and Riku are fighting this Yuna. Maybe it's not Yuna. I thought it was. So Riku just ran up to Yuna and went like, Hey, give it back already. Ah, and so now I'm Payne and Riku. Oh my god, I hate... And we're fighting... So we're fighting Yuna and these two weird dancers. Active mode? No, stop it. I don't want active mode. Oh, I'm just being attacked. They're getting... I'm supposed to be attacking them. Where's my turn-based combat? Swordplay? Oh my god, they're doing so much to me. Fucking stop it. The goon, the goon, or the question marks are who my opponents are. The question marks are Yuna. I can't take this. Okay, Payne hit one of the goons with her sword. 
Riku, do your thing. Steal. Am I gonna die? What the fuck? Stole a budget grenade. Pain, attack that goon. The camera keeps on fucking moving around. This is insane. This sucks. What is he? What is happening? Do I, am I supposed to be running around? Okay, I think I just killed one. Okay, I'm gonna hit pause for a second and put. Okay, change number one. Shit's all fucked up. Um, you know, in a RPG game, right? Maybe I'm an old grandpa playing his Game Boy in his in his goddamn back room, like an octogenarian, and my teeth are falling out, and I am drinking uh, vermouth and dry ginger, and you know. Maybe I'm an old man complaining about this, or maybe I'm wrong. In my mind, RPG games, in when they're in this um, JRPG kind of format, you have your team on one side, the enemy team on the other side, and that way you can see what the fuck is going on. But in this, they're going all over the place. I started on one side, and they started on their side, and then they're moving in between... Me, like Riku and Pain, the goons are moving in between Riku and Pain, and so I, and the camera is just always constantly moving frenetically, it cuts to, like, alternate viewpoints, and so I can't tell which goon is what, and even who's my characters and what side they're on. I can't tell what's going on. My little old grandpa brain can't take it. Okay, let's get back into this. Also, how the hell can I turn off active combat mode? Take me back to Final Fantasy X where it's I can take I can take an hour to decide how exactly I want to kill the, the monster or the goon. I could do... I could have a move of Final Fantasy X and I could turn uh, to my left and com- play a complete game of chess for as long as it takes me and then turn back and do the next move in Final Fantasy X and the monsters haven't hit me a million times like the two goons just hit me a million times then when I was trying to describe what they were doing it was hitting me a million times alright we'll see if I can make heads or tails of this what's currently happening um yeah so now Riku's all the way over here there's a goon in between her and Pain and this question mark character is way over in the corner and the camera switched again. And now I'm to the left of the goon. And when I told Riku to steal the uh, poverty grenade or whatever from the goon, she went up and she stole the grenade and she just stood next to him like she was in their party now. But she wasn't. I was still... What's this health? Okay, I just killed the goon, thank God. Um, oh my God. This is so hard to keep track of. I can't tell what's happening or how much damage is being done to me. And I'm too scared to do anything other than just hammer the attack button, because that'll be the quickest. Riku's down on her knees, she's been injured so badly. She's on 29 health. Pain is on 68 health. Minus 8, she's just been struck by uh, some thunder. Can I steal from the question mark lady before I, my mental faculties leave me entirely? This fight is happening on a, on a stage. I'm going to try swordplay, power break. Oh, okay, so Pain is the Auron character. What, she's just standing there with her hand in the air? Oh, it takes her a while, I guess. What, has she been paralyzed or something? What the fuck is happening? It just took like three turns worth. Did we win? The camera changed, but it's always changing. Okay, fade to black. Oh, I didn't like that at all. Payne says she could have danced all night. I could have danced all night. I could have danced all night and still have begged for more. I could have spread 
No time for an encore, says Yuna, and she runs away. I danced all night. I could have danced all night. And still have begged for more. Please, it's really time for you to be in bed. I could have spread my wings and done a fall. Mrs. Pierce is apt to scold. I've never danced before. No time for an encore, says Yuna, and she runs away. And Riku and Pain chase her, and they say, hold still, she's running out of the arena. About quick recovery. To display the quick recovery menu, touch the touch screen and drag right or select the icon that appears. So this is some HD remake uh, fidgetry which has been added to the PS Vita version. It's okay, I have a menu. Yeah, I, I see that. I never ever... I played Final Fantasy X for 60 or 70 hours. How long did I... Can I have the... No, I can't have the two games running at the same time. Otherwise, I could tell you exactly how long I played it for. But uh, over 60 hours, I played Final Fantasy X. From the beginning, I was giving, given this touchscreen quick recovery option. I never used it, not a single time. It could easily have not been in the HD remake, in my opinion. And it just bothered me. When I touched the screen and the thing popped up, I was like, Get out of there, thing! Get out of there! I don't want... I don't want to be accidentally brushing the screen and then a little quick recovery option comes up? No thank you. So blah 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 it's explaining I'm not gonna even think about it for another second. Thank you, thank you for the explanation PS Vita. Let's get on with this weird unpleasant game. <laughs> thank you for concluding the quick recovery tutorial. That was anything but quick. Okay she's running away and there's a bunch of goons. We're in another fight right away! The goons and the question mark lady are attacking us. Oh no, it's just two goons. The goons, I should say, I've paused. The goons are in green suits. Uh, their faces are covered by their tall, uh, sheer, not sheer, severe collars. The green collars of their green overall suits. And their uh, weird uh, sort of flat top helmets. So it's almost as if, you know in a costume, like a Halloween costume of a headless horseman or whatever, how really the head is concealed in the uh, torso of the of the costume and it just has like a fake neck on top they kind of look like that or you can't the sort of like yeah you get the idea their their faces and their heads are kind of hidden by their 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 costume a little bit in a funny way and they're jumping around like monkeys and I'm gonna attack them even though they how do I let me can I hit start okay I've paused let me hit select I'm gonna change this active mode because it says up in the corner that this is an active mode so it must be I must be able to change it Let's go settings. Where are you? Settings. Configure. Superchargers. Okay. Active time battle? No. Wait. Oh, I can select wait mode. Done. Done. I've done it. I've made the important change. More goons. Get out of here, goons. I'm fighting more goons. I'm in a fight already. Am I getting experience? I haven't noticed any experience I've been getting. Okay, let's see how the fight plays out now. What? It's in active mode still. Stop it. Is it really? Yeah, it is in active mode. They're attacking me. What? Is it? I can't tell. Ugh, Riku's back irritates me. All of Riku irritates me. I'm so irritated by Riku. Mm. 
I guess I'm chasing this weird Yuna. Actually, there was a way I could have gone back there. Oh, we're on the outside. Yeah, I'm gonna actually backtrack. Back to, yeah. So I just went off the screen into a new screen, and then I've backtracked back to this screen, because I can see there's a hole. An invisible wall? That's pathetic. Come on. I'm in, I'm in the, um, like the, uh, sort of elevated street that surrounds the, um, Blitzball Arena. So, like, to the right of the characters is the outside of the Blitzball Arena. To the left of the characters is the sea. Because the Blitzball Arena is kind of, like, on, on the sea front. And so I'm, I'm on this road. And then coming off of these, uh, like, almost like these piers or ports which go out into the, into the ocean. And in Final Fantasy X, you could walk down them and investigate the boxes and stuff. And I'm sure I can eventually in this game do that too. But it's not letting me do that now. I just run up against an invisible wall... Which I don't think is something that happened in Final Fantasy X. Alright, let's get on with it. And we're running after the Yuna character. The Yuna imposter, I guess. I'm fighting goons. More goons have run up to me and we're in a fight with some goons. Oh, now there's some extra goons. Some woman goons in red outfits. They're all attacking me at a million miles an hour. Oh, I see. I understand. Ah, oh, this game. Fuck it. Okay. When I select attack, and I get to go and choose <laughs> who to attack, I can attack the goons, or I can attack a she-goon, is what this monster is called, which is kind of cute. A goon and a she-goon. That's actually, that's actually great. Uh, but now I'm in wait mode. So as soon as I select attack, now we're waiting. But if I'm not, if I'm in the menu deciding if I want to attack or steal or do sword play or use an item, then it's in active mode. So that's a compromise that I did not agree to, game. I thought I, I, I thought I made it like the game I want to be playing, but I didn't. Alright, let's attack a Shigun. No, let's steal from a sh Oh no, yeah, that's... I thought I was Riku, but I'm, I wasn't. Okay, steal from a Shigun. Oh, they're both doing a weird, like, preparation thing. Oh, they want to cast some magical fire at me. Oh, I went- I killed one before I could steal from it, and then I didn't steal anything. That sucks. I killed the she-goons. Yeah, they're the same as the goons, but in red outfits. And they kind of do acrobatics. Okay, let's run up this pier. Maybe we can go up this pier. A bunch of goons are running at me from this pier. Another fight immediately. Lots of fighting. Let's just skip to the end of this fight. Okay, that fight's over. They're kind of easier to get your head around when you're not talking into a microphone, but still... Man, it's irritating. Ah, another fight immediately. Less than a second pass. Okay, cut to the end of this fight. Okay, cool. Um... Yeah, I'm not getting any experience or AP or anything from this. What is this? There's a little monster hiding down here. What the f Another fight. Cut to the end of the fight. Weird ADR dialogue. Sounds like she was talking. Ah, oh, uh, Payne has learned Sentinel. Oh, the she-goons the she -goons do magic and the he-goons don't do magic. They just attack. Because girls are smarter than boys. Alright, that fight's over. Let's see what this weird character is. Oh! Oh, okay! It's like a... It's like a guy or a girl in a huge Moogle suit. 
or it's a real Moogle. I can't tell which. It looks like someone in a Moogle suit, and they're crouched over, hiding in a corner, and they immediately they just gave me all my health and magic back, health and MP back. Man, oh, Riku's haircut irritates me so badly. She's got this bandana and these dreadlocks just pouring out of it. And it's so blonde. It's these, and then this, like, uncontrolled sort of shock of hair coming out the top, which isn't dreadlocks. So she's got, like, half dreadlocks, half just, like, long anime um, Team Rocket, Team Rocket Jessie hair, but blonde, like yellow blonde and all held up above her head by a bandana and she's got beads all up and down her dreadlocks and she's got this this like yeah and this menu sucks it's not as good as the final menu turn on grumble grumble old grandpa doesn't like this game as much as he likes the other game all right so the moogle gives me my health back i'm exploring this cool ah the goons are back go away goons all right when this fight's done ah the fight's done. Um, oh, God damn it! there's another invisible wall. There's a ramp up to a ship, and I went to go up into the ship, but it's an invisible wall ramp. There's no real barrier, but the wall is invisible. Uh, in that last fight, Riku learned Pilfer, gi- pilfer uh, Gil. Oh, I've never said that word out loud before. Gil? Jill. Pilfer money. Pilfer dollars. She, so, I guess... Cool. I guess I am levelling up a tiny bit, but not obviously. Um... I've thought of something else to complain about. Uh, I tell Riku to steal, and then I tell her who to steal from, and then she does this thing where she just stands there and waits. And it's for an indeterminate amount of time. I don't know how long she's waiting for. And then she'll go and do it. But if I kill the person before her waiting is done, before Riku's waiting is done, if Pain goes and kills the person, Riku can't steal from the person. So I just need to like deal with that waiting and then the other characters the enemy characters do that too all of a sudden they're just waiting and you can see a little text box above their head with what they're doing casting fire or lightning or or you know some other special goon move but it's so hard to tell what's going on because it's so quick maybe like i can slow things down in the menu i guess i guess if i'm yeah you know what Let's do that, because I'm cutting these battles out anyway, because they're interminable. So let's change the ATB speed to slow. It was on normal, I'm going slow. Cool. That's done. Accessories. Items. All we've got in the menu at the moment is items, accessories, and configuration. So I can't look at our level or... Any sphere grids? I've been playing for 16 minutes. Luca, that's right, the port of Luca, where the where the um, Blitzball tournament arena is. Should I talk about why the hell I'm doing this? All right, maybe I'll make some progress in this in this insane game full of battles with goons, and then I'll talk about why the hell I'm doing this. All right, ah, uh, more goons, another battle. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah, the fight's over. Pain and Riku just did a, like a... Pain said, thank you, and then Riku said, come again! In like a sassy two, two-person two quip. All right, running from goons. I'm back on the road that goes around the arena. We're in another fight. All right, now the fight's over. I'm changing the... I'm changing the ATV speed. Because it doesn't... It doesn't slow down the bits that I want it to slow down. It just slows down the bits that are unimportant. 
Cool. Back to normal speed. Alright. Riku and... Pain. Who's this? Another question mark character. A guy with two guns. He's a guy in, like, a suit. And now a big man with a shield says shows over. I can't tell if the character's name is Youch or Riku's just saying Youch. So, a man with two guns and a man with a huge shield are now chasing us. Oh, someone's shooting at their feet. The camera dramatically pans over. It's... Oh. I guess this is Yuna? Yuna? Yeah. Yeah, this is Yuna, Yuna. She's got her guns. She's firing an absolute barrage of bullets at these two. And now Payne has her big sword. And Riku has her two little knives. And they're doing a cool action pose. YRP, it says down the bottom. Yuna, Riku, and Pain. YRP. And now we're going to get in a fight? Yeah. Now we're in a fight with these two, the guy with the shield and the guy with the guns, who I have no idea who they are. They just showed up. They're doing... Yeah, the imposter. Where's the imposter? Okay, so Yuna... Okay, L Logos and Ormi. I want to be... I want to be... I'm, f I'm fighting as Yuna. We're in wait mode, thank God. Because I'm deciding, apparently deciding who to attack. Logos or Ormi. This is a stupid fucking hell. This is a bad... Alright, I'm going to find my phone and take a photo of this and this is going to be the thumbnail because you have to see this bullshit. Oh, well, it fucking changed on me. Maybe if I wait a long time, it'll change back. The camera was the dumbest camera thing I'd ever seen. Like... The way the camera was... Uh... Pain... Yuna... And Logos, the bad guy, were all in a row. So one was on top of each other. It looked like there were just three people in the battle. Ormi, the big guy with a shield, and then this sort of crazy jumble, which was actually three characters all standing exactly in a row, one in front of the other, so you couldn't discern anything at all. It was just a jumble of stupid limbs. And then and then Riku next to them. Anyway, I'm putting down my phone, because no, the camera has changed again to a, another far away, breaking the rule of the 180 rule of cinema or whatever, so now that... Now, now, before the enemies are on the left, and now they're on the right, and my party is where the enemy party used to be. Um, who, what am I even doing? I'm being Yuna. Okay, she had another option apart from attack. Trigger happy. Let's do that. Now, let's just attack, because I actually want to steal. It's always a good idea to steal from, from people in boss battles. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot Ormi, the armored guy. Great. Um... Pain, attack, steal from Ormi, please, Riku. Alright, she runs up and stoles an eye, stole an eye and bang girl. Man, this sucks. Uh, the tall, the guy with the guns threw a uh, steal from the man with the guns. Oh, I killed the shield man. That actually worked out really good. Yuna's right in his face shooting him. He's shooting my friend. He's shooting her a second time because I'm waiting too long. Great. 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 He just shot me like three times. Nothing to steal. 
Okay, cool. I guess the fight's over. It's all in the wrist, says, I guess, Riku. Oh my god. I can't believe I've only been going for 30 minutes. Uh, this is a character from off-screen. Oh, it's the Yuna impersonator. That's quite enough sniveling, boys. What? Yuna's got a different voice actor. Uh, hi, Editor Dan here. Uh, no, Yuna's definitely the same voice actor, but there's something weird about that line. Uh, that give it back line. Here it is again. Listen closely. It, it doesn't sound like Yuna to me. It kind of sounds like Payne's voice actor, the new girl, Payne's voice actor. I went back and checked. It's definitely coming out of Yuna's mouth in that scene. So maybe this is just the first time I've heard her be, like, stern with someone because she's always totally capitulating in Final Fantasy X. And now suddenly stern Yuna sounds different. Or maybe they fucked up and they put uh, Payne's voice... They, they made Payne's line come out of Yuna's mouth in that scene. Who knows? Maybe. It sounds so weird. It doesn't sound like Yuna. Listen again. Back. See? Anyway, back to, the, back to the action. Back to the non-stop action. Bye-bye, everyone. See you soon. The Yuna imposter just put a fan in front of her face. And now, no, 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 no. But and now she's a different person, some other character. I've never a new character. Now she's a different character. Great. She just, yep. Press L to access the garment grid and change dress f dress spheres. Oh my God! What the fuck am I looking at? Why is the battle still happening while I have to do this? She's still attacking me while I'm looking at this insane screen that I don't understand. Use a gun to fire on enemies from afar. Aid allies by singing and dancing your way to victory. I can't even describe what I'm looking at. And while I... I okay. There's a... Uh, there's a kind of weird phenomenon which I've noticed which I'm sure a lot of other people have also noticed, where if I'm if I'm playing a game and I'm describing what's happening, then I do a bad job at playing the game. Um, I recently tried to live stream doing a challenge in Final Fantasy X where I had to dodge uh, 200 lightning bolts in a row. Uh, and I live streamed it to an audience of one, uh, Matt from the Party Roll podcast, and the best I got was, I think, 20, 27 or 28 dodges, and I tried, like, five or six times and failed, more than that, even, and then I was like, okay, uh, that's the end of the stream, and then I picked up my phone, and I, uh, in my first try, dodged 250 lightning bolts, um, and I only stopped because I, I got a cramp in my thumb. Um, so the only reason that I wasn't able to do it was because I was broadcasting it. I think maybe there's a chance that if I was just playing this game and not recording the gameplay, then I would know what the hell was happening on the screen. But 
I'd say the chance was actually kind of slim because what it's given me is a menu to look at on the left of screen which is like a uh, like a shape with symbols all over the shape different intersecting points the drawn shape on like a, a weird I don't know what like a I don't know a scroll or a stone tablet with runes in it and I'm I'm pressing the L button and I'm looking at that crazy collection of shapes and descriptions and symbols and then on the right if there's like a picture in picture or a split screen image where on the left it's that menu which I don't understand and then on the right the boss character is killing my party with the flurry of attacks a second apart and I'm expected to understand what the game wants me to do with this insane new menu thing why does it have to be like this? Alright, let's do it. I guess... Hey, Yuna, sing, why not? Yeah, I'm in wait mode and she's gonna do a sing and a dance. She's spinning her gun around. She's dropped her gun. It floats to the ground in slow motion. She transforms into the same outfit that the bad... That the bad... The bad person... Impersonator, that's it, was wearing. And now she has, instead of a gun, she has a microphone. Like a... She's got like a, um... Yeah, she's got a microphone instead of a gun. That's a nice change. Who am I now? I'm Riku? A steal from the person. She's doing something. She's doing a pose like she's about... Darkness dance. What? Oh. Couldn't steal anything. Oh, darkness dance is something that Yuna's doing. Oh, she cast darkness. Why the fuck? About super cha sphere change effects. I'm in wait mode, thank god. To display the sphere change effects menu, touch the touch screen and drag right. No! <clears throat> Am I Riku? Can I do a sphere change? I guess I can't. What is this? Touch normal, short or off to set the sphere change effects mode even during battle. This is a touch screen feature added for the PS Vita. I don't understand. Normal, short, or off to set the sphere change effects mode, even during battle. To close the menu... Well, what is the difference between those modes? Yeah, active mode, attack! Who am I now, Pain? Can you do a sphere change? You can! Oh, you're the, you're the attack? I can change you to a th Oh, I can change you to a thief! You're the warrior! Okay, I just changed Yuna from a, a gun person into a bard. That's what just happened. Why would you do that? It's still in active mode. Oh, for fuck's sake! <clears throat> this always happens, that I forget to give my characters something to do, and I just sit there, and I get punched by the, the bad guy because I've just been sitting there staring at the screen waiting for something to happen, not realizing I have to put in an input. Ah! No, don't dance! No, don't escape! How do I get away? Yuna, I can't make her go back to the other mode she was in. Darkness dance. But she I already cast darkness on her. I don't want you to do it a second time. Stop it. She's attacking me and I can't make Yuna change back to her gun mode. What the fuck would you do this for, game? Why would I want to cast da darkness on her again? Great, she's got darkness on her. Also, it lasts the duration of the dance. Ugh. Everyone else just attack. I hate this so much. 
But then once the dance is over, why might make me the only her only option was to do it again? Give me the chance to go back to the gun mode where you were actually damaging the boss instead of trapping me in the dance mode, doing the darkness dance. I want you to give give me the option to change what she's gonna do. Ah. Uh. Use warrior skills power break. Sure, pain, do that for God's sake. Ah, oh, but too late because Riku just ran up and killed her while you were standing waiting for an indeterminate amount of time. This is so obnoxious. Pain says, Riku, she's noticed something on the horizon. Yuna's still dancing. And she's surprised that she's dancing. She's in her dance mode. And she's like, hey, oh, cool, I'm enjoying this dance. She's, like, surprised by her own enjoyment of her, the fact that she was dancing. Is that what Pain saw? Or did she see something else? Mission complete? How is that a mission? I guess I got my headdress thing back. And now I get experience and money? And items? After the mission. Yuna level 2, Riku level 3, Pain level 3. But I was getting extra abilities, so it must have been happening in the background and I just wasn't able to see it, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. No, that's the same voice actor, I'm wrong. Yeah, so a boat rocked up and picked them up, and now we see a cutscene of a cool flying airship. It looks like it's got two motorcycles stuck to the side because it's got cool wheels and it's red and it's covered in like the black graffiti style writing that you see in Final Fantasy games. It sure looked like you were enjoying yourself. I was. It felt like some other person's excitement just took over. Uh huh. Jesus. It'll cost you. Oh. One moment. She's kidding. What? No dance? Okay. So that's the brother character. That's Riku's brother, who runs the airship, Sid's airship in Final Fantasy X. And now here's a lecherous creep who, like... Yeah, it's just a bit over the top in an unpleasant way to look at and to see move around the screen and, like, duck his hands into his pants looking for money to pay Yuna to dance for him. Uh, and there was a character, you would have heard them talking in a little kid voice saying, oh, I'm just a little kid. And then they go, oh, but it's your invention. Haha, <laughs> I know, right? That was someone who had like a sack covering their entire body, like a sack suit with their head completely enclosed. That's why their dialogue sounded like it was badly recorded in like a closet with a shitty uh, mobile phone mic instead of a normal professional mic. It's because I guess they're like sealed inside a weird suit and they were typing with their huge fat mittens on a computer on a, a corner of the airship. So I guess this is... Their name was Shinra, just like the Shinra building and the Shinra Corporation from Final Fantasy VII. 
except they're a little kid genius character who invents things. And then the uh, lecherous brother started talking in Albed, the uh, kind of, yeah, it's pseudo Final Fantasy Arabic. Uh, and I didn't, that the, my translation wasn't complete, even though I've got Riku on my team who presumably speaks Albed. this guy's voice this voice actor is is someone from something all right creature creator use the fiend trap pods invented by shinra to capture fiends all across spira and train them as ally creatures for the gull wings who what the fuck is a gull wing the more fiends you capture and train the more fascinating tales you'll hear about them okay great it's pokemon or the monster arena from the end game of the last game, given to me in the first few minutes of this game. And now I'm Yuna. I've got a crazy asymmetrical dress. Or if I stand facing to the left, it looks like I've got a full ball gown on. If I stand facing to the right, I'm like I'm in these tiny little shorts. And this is Yuna. She's got a hood with no jumper or jacket attached, just a hood around her shoulders, a pink hood. Um, yeah. And now here's Payne, the new character, who I have no idea who the hell is. I guess I'll talk to her, and I guess I'll talk to her. This is Payne. I look up to her as a sphere hunter, and also as a friend. A sphere hunter. I still don't know her very well. She's not exactly the talkative type. I heard she joined the Gullwings shortly before I did. Okay, the Gullwings are like... I much about her either. What now? Nothing. Okay, so Payne is covered in, like, leather belts... She's got these uh, leather boots with super uh, tall high heels that come all the way up to the top half of her thighs, but with a split down the side. Uh, she's wearing a choker and also a necklace of barbed wire. And uh, she has hair that is shortly shaven on the sides and is kind of up in a little sort of, I don't know, spiky thing in the, in the middle of her hair. And it's grey and she has red eyes. Uh, and probably all kinds of other things which I'm 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 forgetting to mention. Oh, yeah, Riku is reclining in a seat here in the airship. Okay, this is a new addition that was not in Final Fantasy X. The airship steering wheel is like a, a, a chopper handlebar setup, like a massive, great, big motorcycle. I'm beginning to. Okay, it's time to it's time to explain why I'm playing this game. Hi, welcome to the Daniel Cage Let's Plays. How's it going? I'm Daniel Kay, your host. This is the podcast where I play video games uh, and I describe the action like a uh, color commentary of a sports game and then you listen to the description like you're listening to a broadcast of color commentary of a sports game and then you can kind of follow along the action of the video game. So it's a lot like watching an LP on YouTube except you can do it while you're driving around in your car or you're at work, that kind of thing. Um... In this episode, I've decided to play Final Fantasy X-2. Uh, I was told to. I was bullied into it. By Pizza Makes Games. Um, I I love JRPGs and playing them. Especially uh, the ones from, like, the, the, the era that I played these games uh, when I was a kid. From, like, 1990... The late 90s to the early 2000s. The, that kind of era of, of RPG game. 
I'm I am uh, I've got my PS Vita so that I can lie down at night just before it's time to go to sleep, and I play the games for a little bit before sleep. I've recently finished an incredibly long playthrough of Final Fantasy X. It took me almost a year to get through the whole game. Uh, I went through some rocky patches in my relationship with the game. You might remember a Euro Truck episode where I reviewed it very poorly. And my criticisms of the game uh, that I leveled at it in that review, that the characters were all deeply unlikable and that they moved around the screen like herky-jerky hand puppets, uh, saying things that no human being would ever say and thinking thoughts that no one's ever thought before, in some crazy impersonation of life. <laughs> the, uh, the acting in Final Fantasy X is unpalatable for me. Uh, and I stand by that criticism. I think it's hard to watch the impersonation of life happening in front of you in Final Fantasy X. Um, but towards the end of my playthrough of, of Final Fantasy X, I began to really, truly enjoy it. I absolutely loved having... I got to the end game section, uh, and I got all... I did a whole bunch of sides material, and I got my characters unbelievably strong. Um, oh, yeah... I had it so that normally, like, damage in a Final Fantasy game, if you start doing 9999 damage, then you're like, oh shit, we've hit the big leagues, baby. You know, it's it's time for all those monsters out there, you better watch out, because I'm in charge now, we're doing super duper damage, like I've hit the damage cap. Uh, in my party, I had Yuna and Lulu... Um, at the point where I could have them just spam the spell holy and do 30,000 damage each turn at a cost of 1 MP. And so, like, it was just like a machine gun obliterating everything that came up. And if anything ever gave me trouble, I could summon uh, Anima and watch the Anima Overdrive do 70,000 or 80,000 damage and just, like, end all my problems. Like, the final boss of that game, when it finally came around, I was like, Okay, I think I've had enough of this. And then just summon Anima, and then just, it's done. Like, to be totally in control of that game, because your, your characters are still are just so powerful is a very fun feeling, especially after it's been a real challenge up to that point. And I think the fights in Final Fantasy X are some of the like the hardest, um, like, kind of most punishing and most tricky, just like random encounter fights. Um, just kind of by design of the game, because the way that game works is in every screen or two or three, you'll have a little sphere where your characters go, and it's like resting at an inn. Um, so previously in Final Fantasy games, you would uh, go, you have your characters, your party, full health, loaded up with healing items, magic, healing spells. You go out on like a whole adventure, you go do this, you go do that, and then you come back and you heal up afterwards and restock. This it was like there was totally free, 100% healed again, like everything, MP, health, you get replenished on, like, every second screen. Um, and because of that, the random encounters are, like, punishingly difficult, in, in places, at least, you know? And you really have to strategize. You're given a certain series of, like, attacks and status-changing attacks that you can do to them to try and nullify their damaging effects. 
and it becomes really like a chess game, Final Fantasy X. And it's the the fights are pretty hard, but getting to the point where it just doesn't matter that you don't care anymore because nothing can touch you ever. That's a fun. That's a fun time that I had. I really ended up liking it, and the story's good too. I guess. I guess the story's good. Um. Yeah. In 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 a, in a lot of ways, it's a fun story. Uh. Or at least a compelling one. I like the element that. Um, yeah, I like a lot of elements about Final Fantasy X, but it just boils down to I was having fun at the end, and when finally the game ended, right, I almost, like, I was, like, I had this void where previously I would open up the game and, and be a massive bard-ass, bar, bar, a massive bard-ass, a, a, a big tough person doing damage, and I was feeling really cool, and then all of a sudden I beat the game... And it's like, well, I miss playing that game. I really miss it. Uh, but I decided I would just launch right into my next RPG. And I put a poll up. Uh, what shall I do? The, my intention was always to, to dive into uh, Sui Koden to try a game that I never played as a kid, but which was around when I was a kid. Um, it's of that, in that like 1996 era of uh, RPG for the PlayStation. It was just before, like, Final Fantasy VII kind of dragged everyone kicking and screaming into into 3D RPGs. So it's like a top-down 2D kind of RPG. So we could in two. Uh, or I put this up as an option on my poll. Should I give Final Fantasy X-2 a try? And I own Final Fantasy X-2, right? I had never intended in playing it, but I had such a such an emptiness in my life after the, my party from Final Fantasy X. Did I, was I just saying Final Fantasy II? I meant Final Fantasy X too. After finishing Final Fantasy X, I had such a void uh, where I wanted to go back in and keep on playing that I thought, maybe Final Fantasy X too will just pick up and I can keep on going. Maybe I can keep my f- super powerful party and just start at the beginning of the game with Yuna and Lulu doing 30,000 damage apiece. But no. Anyway... I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I put those two options up on Twitter, and Sui Koden 2 won. Uh, I see now because it's a better game. Uh, but I got a comment from a person who I respect uh, greatly called Pizza Makes Games. You've probably heard me mention Pizza Makes Games previously on the podcast. Uh, the history of the Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast is rife with Pizza Makes Games references because he has been a stalwart supporter of the show, and that is something I am eternally grateful for. Maybe not eternally grateful, that's a bit much. I'm certainly pleased to have had uh, the attention that Pizza Makes Games has given me. Eternally grateful is a bit much. Sorry, Pizza. But Pizza commented... Um, I know the he said, even though, you know, just ignore what the poll says, you have to play Final Fantasy 2. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I respect pizza. I guess I'll just ignore what the poll says and I'll do that. I'm starting to understand now. I think he did it because it's really bad. Is that why he did it? Is it really bad? Not bad, but like... This is just bananas. Everything about this game is like bananas. This is like... When I look at Payne's outfit and Yuna's outfit, I get like Danganronpa... Danganronpa flashbacks. Just like everything in the pot together. 
Like, yeah, just throw everything in the pot and then just throw it at the audience. A million things happening at once and it's all all crazy and weird stuff and I don't know. Maybe maybe he told me to play it because it's, like, punishingly terrible. Anyway, this is going to be a weird long episode, I think. Uh, what's the time? It's ten past eleven at night. Let me get up and make myself a little cordial and then we'll keep on playing. Let's make it a long one, huh? It's not like I've got anything better to do. See you in a second. Uh, Alright. Cool. I'm back. Got my black current cordial, and I've got my PlayStation Vita with Final Fantasy X2 loaded onto it, and now let's get playing. Alright, so we're on the airship. What are we doing? We're controlling Yuna. What are we doing? Hey, let's talk to, um... What's his face again? Shinra. Oh. Okay, this is like a, um... Creature creator, Shinra's guide to everything, treasure spheres, Shinra's bestiary, Shinra's dossier. Let's look at Creature Creator. This is like the tutorial. View Creature Creator tutorial? Oh, it's just, yeah, this is just a tutorial. No. Brother has joined you. Trap Pod S has been supplied. Trap Pod M has been supplied. I should have looked at the tutorial. I thought it would just take me back to the menu, but it's just going ahead and giving me a bunch of stuff. Trap Pod L has been supplied. Trap creature, develop creature, creature history, the bestiary, name the creature, the fiend arena, return to airship please, thank god. Oh, get me out of that menu, what the hell was that? They've stuck Pokemon into the game. They've taken the monster arena from the previous game and turned it into Pokemon. You gotta catch them all apparently. Okay, thank you Shinra. Talk Talk to me about Shinra's guide to everything. The Battle Beginner's House. Okay. Do you really want to listen to... Okay. There's going to be a time code here for if you want to skip through all this tutorial bullshit. Because I actually am going to read these tutorials. I'm really going to do it. So, if you don't want to hear me just read tutorials to you. If you're not prepared to listen to me read tutorials for some weird reason, then just skip to this time code. One hour, ten minutes, and eleven seconds. But just listen to this tutorial. It's fine. Okay, cool. Let's get to reading. Battle Beginner's House, the glossary. Oh my god, there's a sub-menu to the sub-menu. This is the sub-sub-menu. ATB... Okay, ATB. In the active time battle ATB system, time flows normally during encounters. Enemies will attack regardless of whether you input commands. Stay on guard! Battles can also be configured so that the enemies hold their attacks while you select commands. Choose configure from the main menu and set the A to B mode to wait. Cool. You can check the current mode at any time during the battle by looking at the active mode or wait mode in the upper right corner of the screen. After a command is selected, there is generally a wait before it is executed. Some commands don't require it though. Battle can quickly grow chaotic due to this wait with friends and foes all acting simultaneously. The game admits it! You can press triangle to cycle through party members. Oh! Oh, I didn't know that. That's good to know. 
Party members whose ATB gauges are fully charged. Great, fantastic. They're ready to take commands in any order that you choose. Good. That would have been good to know. Sphere change. Sphere changes allow Yuna and her friends to change outfits during battle. However, a sphere change isn't just for looks, it also changes the user's attributes, their max HP, MP, and their abilities. Why would anybody, why would anybody do that? Sphere changes require two types of items, dress spheres and garment grids. Newly acquired dress spheres can't be used until they're placed on a garment grid. Gibberish, utter gibberish. For more information on how this works during battle, see the changing dress spheres under the battle system. To learn how to configure garment grids with dress spheres and equip Yuna's team with those grids, see using garment grids. The dress sphere in the glossary. Yuna's team uses the power of dress spheres to access a variety of abilities. Just equip a garment grid with dress spheres placed on it and you're ready for a super change. I mean a sphere change. Dress spheres are shared amongst the gull wings, so Yuna, Riku, and the Pain, no, and Pain can all use the same dress sphere at once. Wow. To learn how to configure garment grids with dress spheres and equip Yuna's team with those grids, see using garment grids. Garment grid. Sphere changes require special items called garment grids. Just place dress spheres on grids nodes, you're ready to go. Some garment grids have gates, each with special properties. Passing through these gates during sphere changes grants the user new abilities and enhanced power. Garment grids are shared amongst the gullwings. Blah 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 blah. Okay, go back from the glossary. Okay, the battle system. The battle system sub-sub-menu. Battle screen layout. Okay. Help window. Displays information. Command view. ATB gauge. ATB gauge charge. Status window. That was it. Wait time and charge time. The ATB gauge displays two types of information and changes color accordingly. Okay. When a character's gauge is purple, it in indicates the wait remaining before she can execute the last command received. She'll act once the gauge fills. Okay, I didn't know that. The green gauge shows shows the charge time remaining until a given character can act. This gauge primarily appears after a no-wait command is executed. This means that while no-wait commands are ex executed quickly after selection, a charge time is necessary before, before the next command can be chosen. Wait time and charge time can vary depending on a character's agility and on the command chosen. Changing dress spheres. When selecting commands for the character, you can press L to access her garment grid and sphere change. Sphere changes drastically alter Yuna, Riku, and Pain's appearance and abilities. Are these the only three characters I get? Is that what the dress sphere means? It means you can have a whole party of like six or seven JRPG characters just by changing into a different outfit? Changing, they get a party of three and they can quickly change. Oh, I'm going to change from a warrior to a thief. I'm going to change from a thief to a bard. I'm going to quickly change from a bard into a gunner. And you don't have to have a whole party of... That's it! They... They're like... Ugh. Okay, we've just finished Final Fantasy X making Final Fantasy X. God, our characters suck so much! 
Well, the game was great, but our characters suck. What's the problem? Okay, let's let's look back over the pipeline. Oh, okay, we're just no good at making characters. For the next game, no characters. We just had three, like, three human mannequins who can just change into seven different characters, whatever you want. Just minimize the characters. That way we don't have to write interactions between them. They just have to have two-part sassy quips that you can do at the end of our fight. Hmm. Make one of them Yuna, who you like, one of them Riku, who you hate, and one of them someone who's you've never seen before, and they're just like a nothing. Just a big nothing in an amazing collection of bits of dress. Oh. Sphere changes drastically alter Yuna, Riku, and Pain's appearance and abilities. So far, Pain is like a nothing character. She shows no emotion, she stands there saying barely anything except one-liners at the end of a fight. Obviously, that's going to change. Obviously, we're in the first few minutes of this incredibly immersive and long, epic JRPG, and Pain's going to go through all kinds of crazy character arcs in which she's a baddie and a goodie and abandoning the party, and then, you know, the heart and soul of the party, and then it's all going to be amazing, and we're all going to love it. Spoiler alert, listeners, I don't think there's going to be an episode two. Mmm, this cordial's delicious. <coughs> Back to the tutorial. Only dress spheres connected to the current dress sphere by path lines are available for sphere changes. Um, that sentence sounds like it's going to make sense later when I know more about what it's talking about, I guess. Riku is currently a songstress, so she can change into a warrior, gunner, or thief. Suppose Riku's sphere changes into a thief this turn. On her next turn, she can change into a gun mage, a gunner, or back into a songstress. Okay, so it's it's looking at it's giving me an example. I guess it's giving me an example of a sphere, a sphere change, or a dress sphere, a something grid, whatever the grid one was. Because I guess. Okay, cool. By passing through gates like. This red symbol that I can see during a sphere change, a garment grid's user can gain powers, special powers. If Riku changes from a songstress to a warrior by passing through the blue symbol, her strength will increase by five for the duration of the battle. Alright. So it's giving you perks to use its stupid system that it would otherwise be repellent. Chain attacks. There's chain attacks. Sometimes the word chain appears above an enemy during battle. This means you've successfully executed a chain attack. Chain attacks occur when one successful attack is immediately followed by another. As long as the attacks are consecutive and both hit, they will be chained together. Damage increases as more and more attacks are chained together. Time your attacks well to keep the chain from breaking. Okay. So, I get rewarded for just hammering the attack button instead of thinking about using other things which which would require a purple wait time. That sounds counterintuitive, I guess. Elements. Elements are innate forces found within certain enemies and spells. Fire. Ice, lightning, and water. Other elements exist. Many enemies have inherent elemental strengths and weaknesses. Use abilities like the gun major's scan to find out what they are. There are four levels of affinity to each affinity to each element. Weak, double elemental damage. Half, half elemental damage. Immune, no elemental damage. Absorb, damage converted to HP. Many spells techniques have elemental properties. Some equipment adds elemental properties. 
Status ailments. Besides reducing HP, enemy attacks may inflict status ailments that affect a character's performance in battle. Poison, darkness, silence, sleep. Petrification, confusion, berserk, point, pointless. Victim cannot receive XP or AP. Recover using holy water. Jesus, what psychopath put that in this RPG game? They should be executed immediately. Who would do that? What monster would do that? Curse. Victim cannot sphere change. Recover using holy water. Itchy. All commands except sphere change are disabled. Recover by using holy water or sphere changing. Maybe that was what happened to Yuna. No, because I couldn't sphere change. All I could do was dance. Oh! That's what that bullshit was about after the battle was over when she was like, Oh, it was like I didn't have control of my body. All I could do was dance. That was reflective of the fact that in the battle I wasn't given any options for her except to dance. I thought it was a mechanic of the game and of the sphere changes because it was my first encounter with the very concept of sphere changing but in fact it was some weird new special thing the game was doing on this one occasion I guess which it shouldn't have been doing on the first occasion it was introducing me to the concept of a sphere change because then that's what I expected to do the next time I use it right? Um, cool, status ailments. Oh my god. Status ailments and, cha and changes to the party's attributes are indicated by the icons shown here. Cool. A massive screen full of tiny little images. Great. Back. What have we learned about now? Oh my god, we've learned the glossary and the battle system. Now to learn about abilities, oversoul, and special dress spheres. Let's learn about abilities. Learning abilities. Defeating enemies and using commands earns ability points. Characters learn new abilities in battle after collecting enough AP. Different abilities are learned depending on the dress sphere currently equipped. Okay. You can choose the next ability to be learned by selecting abilities from the main menu. Yuna and her team grow and the number of abilities can choose to learn increases. If you don't select an ability to learn, AP will be distributed automatically. It won't be wasted. Great. To find out more about choosing and learning abilities, refer to the Learning New Abilities tutorial. It looks a little bit like, um... Uh, just a bunch of bullshit on my screen is what it looked like. Trigger Happy. Selecting the Gunner's Trigger Happy ability changes the ATB gauge to a special trigger gauge. Press R repeatedly before the time runs out to unleash a rapid fire attack. I did that attack and I didn't know it did that. Why would it... Hmm. You can still input other commands during the trigger happy sequence. What the fuck? Uh, abilities. Blue bullet. The gun mage is able to learn certain enemy abilities when they're used against her. She can access these abilities with blue bullet. It's like a blue mage kind of thing. Ah, oh, Quistus. Give me Quistus back. Jesus, the clock is ticking down ever closer to the moment where I'm just going to go back and replay Final Fantasy VIII. Okay, let's learn about the Oversoul. Occasionally a fiend will abruptly enter a higher state of being known as Oversoul. Oversouled fiends can be challenged can be challenging adversaries. Certain fiends will oversoul if you defeat several fiends of the same type. Oversoul fiends can be a harmful can be ha a handful in battle, but the spoils of victory are well worth the effort. Great special dress spheres. Find special dress spheres, and Unariku and Pain will be able to sphere change into new, more powerful forms. 
Once you've sphere changed into all of the dress spheres currently placed on the equipped garment grid, you can access special dress spheres. Press L to open the garment grid, then press R to access current character's special dress spheres. The character will have to fight alone, however, and all special dress spheres have two support units, so it's like fighting with a full party of three people. Oh my god. So in each battle, you hit the L button and you can progress through a sphere, dress, no, through a, a thing grid, right? And when you've, when you've tried on all the dress spheres in that grid, you get to unlock a special bonus dress sphere. And it's like you suddenly turn into a summon monster and you get some summoned allies instead of your Yuna and Riku friends. This is how this game works. What a dump! What a dump of new and crazy stuff! Note, characters lose abilities instead of boost. How the fuck are the no-cat boys gonna deal with this game? I mean, I know how I'm dealing with it on my special unique podcast that I run. I'm just um, bashing up against this massive wall of new information uh, like uh, like an idiot doing it the wrong way. So I'm sure they'll have it have all this like they'll read it all themselves and then in like uh, voiceover they go, okay, okay. So the basic premise is it's a whole bunch of new bullshit, but uh, let's just get on with the story. And then Ryan will go, all right. And then Jeff will go, okay. And then they'll say something funny after that. Yep. Oh, there's no cat boys. Oh, there's no cat boys. No cat bitch! 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 Hold him up like North Korea! I can tell the child I'm gonna shoot a rock! Get away! Uh, a special note, characters lose abilities and status boosts gained from equipment and garment grid gates once they change into a special dress sphere. Oh my god, that was all just words I didn't understand. Characters lose abilities and status boosts gained from equipment and garment grid gates once they change into special dress sphere. You automatically change out of a special dress sphere if KO'd or after a battle concludes. To change out during battle, press the L to call up the garment grid and change back to the dress sphere you were using before. But you've lost all your special power-ups from your progress through the sphere? Why ever... What's the point? It must be pretty... must be pretty powerful in the special dress. Okay, that's the end of the tutorial. Welcome back. Welcome back, you cowards who skipped all that bullshit. What did you miss out on? Oh, there's a bunch of just everything's changed and different and not how I want it to be, that's what. Should we keep on talking to- No, let's not keep on talking to this guy. I'm sure this little kid will have a million more things to say about how the game works. I just didn't quite click on, you know... Let's just walk around the ship. I'm walking up some stairs. Walking through- Ah, oh, saves thing! Saves sphere tutorial. It's fine, I know about saving, I've just played Final Fantasy X. New save data, saving the game. Well, this is all exactly the same. Great. Done. The ship's been given a, an ugly upgrade. Uh, walking down the ship hallway. Is uh, Owaka the salesman? Celsius Bridge. Oh, we get a map of the ship. Man, what an ugly, ugly ship. Deck, cabin, engine room, or cancel. Uh, where am I? I guess I'm on the deck. Cabin, engine room. Let's go to cabin. 
Okay, I got on a lift and it gave me a map of the airship and now I'm going to the cabin. This kind of has a weird Final Fantasy VIII feeling to it. Like being here on the airship right away. It's a bit like being in the Seed Academy and using the central lift to go to different places. And it has the same kind of scribbly graffiti looking bullshit all over the walls. The, the part of Final Fantasy VIII I enjoy least is the scribbly bullshit on the walls. Um, and all over Zell's face. And everything in that game. Uh, okay, we're walking through a corridor. Oh, it's a cool... Oh my god, it's the Shoe Puff Man. The Jar Jar Binks of Final Fantasy X. Listen to what this guy has to say. Hey, Shoe Puff Man. A Hypello? Hmm. Oh, yeah, there's Hypello potions in this game. I didn't realise it was potions associated with a weird Jar Jar Binks race. All his dialogue was misspelt. And he's like, oh, you know, what can I do for you? Alright, the Gull Store. Buy and sell. Okay, I can buy potions. Yeah, so the airship has a shop attached. Potions, Phoenix Downs, Antidotes. Six antidotes, 25 potions. Oh no, I've got, yeah, si uh, six Phoenix Downs, 25. Oh, I better buy some antidotes. How much money have I got? One, no, I've got 1920 bucks. 1920. I'm gonna buy three antidotes, three eye drops, three echo screens, three softs. And holy water's a bit expensive. It's 300 bucks. I better buy one anyway. Now I'm down to 1,020. Oh, and some headbands. Twist headband, white cape. Well, how do I know how good they are? I don't have enough money, but it doesn't tell me how good they are. It just says equipped zero stock. Oh no, I've got one silver glasses in stock. It'd be nice if it told me how good it was or what it did. Okay, done. Okay. Rest. Okay. Yeah, the shoe puff man is a weird. The, the hypello is a kind of gangly, gawky, uh, blue humanoid with like a f big, flat, wide alien head and crazy big eyes on on either side of its head. All right. Ah, oh, and we're up in the. Up in the little inn section of the airship, it's really nice. Got some beautiful paintings on the wall, a little pot plant, some flowers on the bedside table. Ah, oh, a little bar area, like a little sit-down lounge. A bookshelf full of books. This is a delight. This is actually really nice. I wish so many other elements of the game weren't repellent. Like the characters they chose to make it about. Well, like Riku specifically. Um... And the obnoxious battles, because that little that little rest area was nice. All right, is there anything else to do in here? I'm walking around the bar, the bar room, bar room, bar room, bar room, bar room. It's a good Bill Callahan bit. Did I play the whole context, or did I just cut out him saying bar room, bar room? Because really, it only works in context. He has like a really long thing about oh, the bar room calls a seagull like me. Right off the sea. 
to the barroom, the barroom, the barroom. Barroom, barroom. And then he says the barroom, barroom bit. And when I first heard him, uh, like, yeah, Bill Callahan songs always make me chuckle. He's such a low-key, funny songwriter. But his songs are also, you know, they're very serious and they're very, very good. And, like, I don't know. They're really good, like, they're good songs. But he also has a weird, a really weird and very, very subtle sense of humor. Like, fucking hell. Let's just do this now, shall we? I've put down the PS Vita. We might as well do this now at the one hour 20 mark of this fucked podcast of a game I'm not enjoying. But, hey... Um, let's do a little montage of uh, Bill Callahan music, which has like uh, moments in it which I find really funny. Uh, so here's a song called. There's a song of his called Eidsma Clackshaw, uh, and the start of it is really beautiful. It kind of goes like this. I dreamed it was a dream that you were gone. I woke up feeling so ripped by reality. Yeah, love is the king of the beasts. And when it gets hungry, it must kill to eat. Yeah, love is the king of the beasts. A lion walking down city streets. Right, right. And then towards the middle of the song, uh, there's this whole section, which I think is one of the, f- like, oh, yeah, let's just let it, let's just let it play. Here you go. I fell back asleep sometime later on. And I dreamed the perfect song It held all the answers Like hands laid on I woke halfway and scribbled it down And in the morning what I wrote I read It was hard to read at first But here's what it said Like it's a beautiful sounding song and it's really like well put together but that's one of the funniest things that I've ever heard in a song and it's not even a comedy song it's like, yeah, uh, in a dream I heard the perfect song and I wrote it down and here's how it is. And like, it's, you know. Alright, uh, another really funny Bill Callahan moment. This is way, way, way more subtle. But it's in the song Drover, which is a really great song. And hey, uh, here's the moment. It's a, you might not even notice it, but I it made me laugh the first time I heard it. Here it is. And I set my watch Against the city clock It was way off Yeah, that was it. Just his reaction when he goes, oh, yeah. And I set my watch By the city clock It was way off That his, his watch has been way off this whole time That's really good And the rest of the song's great too It goes like this Yeah, one thing about this Wild, wild country Takes a strong, strong, it breaks a strong. 
strong, strong line But anything less, anything less Makes me feel like I'm Wasting my time But the pain and frustration Is not mine Belongs to the cattle through the valley. Yeah, Drove is a good song by Bill Callahan. Um, yeah, and just because because I've been doing nothing but like funny moments from Bill Callahan songs, here's a moment which is like genuinely nice. This is from the very last song of uh, Dream. No, yeah, Dream River. Which I think is an album from 2010 of his, but I really heartily recommend it. Here's, um, well, I forget what the last. Oh, um, Driving Home is the name of the song, but here's a nice little moment. The road is dangerous. And pretty and white. Tires spinning on snow World spinning heavy and slow And I'm headed home Time itself. Yeah. There we go. I think it's safe to say that I'm recommending that you listen to Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan is great. Uh, Dream River is a great album. That's probably a good starting point. Listen to uh, Dream River or the Sometimes I Wish I Was an Eagle album, I think, which is what Eadsma Clackshaw is from, as well as a bunch of other good songs. Oh, my PS Vita is shut off. Uh, let's get back into it, shall we? Wow, what a what a diversion. What a load of bullshit I just handed to Editor Dan. Sorry, mate. No, dude, don't worry about it. I love Bill Callahan. That was easy. In fact, f- fuck it. Let's double down. Here's a little bit from, um... Oh, let's do his new album, Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest. It took me a little while to get my ear around how all the songs sound. At first I was like, ooh, these are all the same song, you know? Uh, sometimes you like that with albums and then after listening a couple times I'm like oh god damn this is the best so uh, here's a funny little moment from the very end of a song of his called Ballad of the Hulk oh I try to be a good person I wonder if it's annoying or worth pursuing and pursuing yeah there's another one which made me laugh the first time I heard it I just like was driving in my car and I laughed because I wasn't expecting that's his thing he does like little twists where you don't quite expect uh hey here's here's a little bit from a song of his called my friend 
Uh, it's just a really nice little transition I like from this music, which sounds like it could be from like some government-sponsored daytime educational maths program. That's what it sounds like at first, and then it, tra- it has this sort of weird, weird turn. Here it is. I looked all around. It was not written down. So I'll tell you now from the Sometimes I Wish We Were an Eagle album. That's a, that's a, uh, yeah, great place to start with Bill Callahan. I'll continually recommend that one or Dream River. Um, here's a tiny little bit from the end of a also beautiful song called... What's it called? Uh, Rococo Zephyr. This is just like a real quick phrase that makes me smile. Well, I used to be sort of blind now I can sort of see. Cool. Maybe that'll do. But maybe I'll like, I don't know, I'll find some Bill Callahan to play out this episode with instead of my normal outro music. So thank you for indulging me. Thank you for indulging yeah, me in this weird obsession that I have with this man sort of blind. who's coming to Melbourne and Sydney but not to Perth now this year. The fucking cu- Okay, where were we? Oh, we're in the Shoepuff bar. Man, this game, this episode is going to make no, like, less than no sense to you if you've never played Final Fantasy X before, because I'm going, oh, it's a shoe puff man. Also, I noticed that the, um, you know Titters from Final Fantasy X, the main character, Titters? His dad has a tattoo on his back of this weird, like, uh, messed up graffiti-looking T symbol. And that's like the Final Fantasy X logo. And I think Titters has it on like a necklace around his neck or like an earring or something like that. Something Tittersy. Um, or on his costume. He's got the same like T symbol that his dad. Maybe it's T for, for Titters. Maybe his dad got the big back tattoo. Go like, oh, I love my son so much. That little whining, that little whining boy. I hate him so much. Oh, always crying. I'm Titters' dad. You expect me to have a redemption arc throughout this this game, where it turns out I was actually, you know, not as mean to him as he remembers me being. But yeah, I'm just a drunken asshole. Yeah, I'm just a real asshole. Yeah, I made a gigantic sacrifice, and uh, but still, I'm a big asshole. And he was right to hate me. I'm a jerk. Welcome to Final Fantasy X. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad that uh, Titters' dad didn't get like a, I don't know, an acceptance arc. Uh, anyway, the point is, uh, the Titters, uh, Titters' dad back tattoo logo, Yuna is wearing on her shirt. What's her shirt? Her shirt is, like, split. So, like, it's like a blouse that's split down the middle, but the split is kind of, like, held together by this black metal, uh, logo, Final Fantasy X logo, which is an interesting addition to her character, 
uh, design. And now we're going to run to the engine room, just for fun. Down to the engine room. And now we're walking through a corridor to the engine room, looking for something to do. Maybe I was just supposed to talk to the brother character, but I can't even... Just the thought of talking to that creep kind of irritates me. Oh, chests! Treasure chests! It's a big series of treasure chests and also some massive powerful pistons working their ways away all around. And then like a great big motorcycle, like a gigantic like motorcycle engine. Like a carburetor kind of thing with a big... Oh, the battery level's low, thank god. Let's quickly open these chests. Let's play until the Vita dies, that's what we're doing tonight. Uh, you scored potion times four. Do not... It's, instead of saying you got, it says you scored. You scored potion times four. You scored Phoenix down times four. I wish it didn't do that. Just say got. Got's fine. You scored an either. And now the fourth treasure chest. You scored remedy times three. What an unpleasant aff aff affection. Affectation. Alright, there's a little sub-corridor I can go down. Oh, but it doesn't go anywhere. Is this another invisible wall? Okay, let's go back up the corridor to the... To the pilot room, whatever it's called, the bridge, that's what it's called. And we'll talk to the disgusting brother character. It's just like, he's shirtless, he's got these huge, like, rave pants on, and with this black eyeliner like you wouldn't believe. And he's like, you know, got a closely cropped, shaved head, and he looks like his... You'd see him passed out in front of, like, a, a nightclub. That kind of thing. Uh, and he's piloting the ship. Here we are, in the bridge. Let's go... Can I just go up and talk to the... Talk to the pilot? No, you know, go this way. Learning Albed. Brother and the Albed race speak their own unique language. Yuna has managed to pick up a little Albed during her travels. God damn it, I was fluent. Just last night, I was fluent. I knew every single letter of the Albed language. And now here I am, back at square two or something. Uh, she still has a ways to go. Go digging for Albed primers in the Bicknell Desert. Expose yourself to the language as much as possible and you'll be proficient in no time. You scored the key item Albed Primer uh, 21, XXI. You scored the key item Albed Primer XIX, so 19. You scored the key item Albed Primer III, 3. Great. Oh, he's getting out of his motorcycle. Uh, you scored the Festivalist Dress Sphere. Yeah, the brother character was doing a big dance on his motorcycle rig. He's also got uh, tattoos all over the place, and his, his closely cropped shaven hair, I forgot, he also is sporting a short blonde mohawk. Let's talk to Riku, who's reclining in like a navigator's seat. Well, <laughs> this. We 
fly all over Spira. I'm really enjoying myself. Glad to hear it. For a while there, I was starting to feel like a kidnapper. <laughs> Don't be silly. It is nice that... Like, Yuna's animation through all this is very, like... She's very... Like, movie. She's always moving. She did, like, a little... Uh, almost like a sort of... Uh, like a sort of... I don't know, like a little hip swayy sort of cheeky, happy little dance when she was saying all that to Riku. And it is nice, even though it's a little bit weird... Uh, in the sort of like over the top animated in a, in a kind of anime kind of fashion even though that's weird it is a nice improvement on her character in Final Fantasy X which was like barely anything but like a quiet little shut in um yeah so what do, we, what do I do there's one more Al bad guy we can talk to still analyzing buddy Scored the key item, Albert Primer. Uh, uh, 17. XVII. Okay, so what the hell am I doing? I've talked to everyone. Do I talk to Payne again? You might as well take it easy until Bundy picks up some leads, says Payne. She's not voiced. Maybe, maybe Payne isn't going to be a big character. Maybe she's about to get hit by a brick or something and die because they didn't give her any voice. Am I supposed to talk to this little kid in a bag again? Let's go talk to the kid in the bag. I know everything. I guess we have to do... Okay. Alright, let's duck back into the tutorial, I guess. Shall we? Really? Okay, so we can learn more about treasure spheres, Shinra's bestiary, Shinra's dossiers. If you want to skip to the end of me reading out this tutorial, here's the time code again. Uh, I don't even... Wait... What? Thanks, but of course there's every chance the battery of this Vita will die before you guys come back. And, and I don't care. Whatever. If that happens, then the time code will just be the end of the episode, so fuck you all. Treasure Spheres. Select the sphere you'd like to play back. Treasure Spheres. Okay, so these are like little memories caught on tape. Treasure Spheres. Cool, well I just... It's not even a tutorial, it's just like the menu. Well, that was a long loading screen for just g getting me back in the game. Shi uh, Shinra's bestiary. It irritates me that they named this character Shinra. Yeah, this is just an empty menu. Maybe this is not what I'm supposed to do to advance the game. Maybe I don't need to do more tutorial stuff. Shinra's dossiers. Who would you like to learn more about? Okay. This is like dossiers and all the characters I've met so far. Yuna, Riku, Pain, Brother, Buddy, Shinra, Baki. I've been paying attention. I don't need to read any of this. The loading screen is unbelievable. So... Okay, cool. Creature creator. Can you actually give me the option to get the tutorial again? I, I selected... I. Uh. Uh. Trap creature. I wish I hadn't skipped the tutorial. I didn't realize I was skipping it forever. Set traps. 
Holy fuck, I get the whole world map already! Is this a minigame? I can go right to Zadakan Ruins? Mount Gagazet, Calmlands, Bevel, the Picanel Desert? Alright, well, let's do Beside Islands. Chapter 1, Creatures Completed, 1%. I just set a green trap over B uh, Beside Island. Ah, round up. What's gonna get caught in my green trap? I have no idea what the hell. Round up. Oh, I got a Kurel. Allow into Gullwings? Yes. Kurel, name, name entry. Kurel. Done. It's like a cool white tiger with long whiskers. Cool, I caught a Kurel. Why the f why did I do that? Why did I do that? Why did I do that? I do not know. What is this? Is this like the, the Blitzball? Is this like recruiting char characters in the Blitzball and playing Blitzball used to be? How do I get out of this? How do I stop doing this forever? Creature creator menu. Wow, why did that happen? Develop creatures. Where's my Kurel? What? This is just the menu! Okay, creature. Wait, brother is a creature? Brother, level 3, HP, strength, defense, agility. Oh my god, his face disgusts me. Kurel. Commands, items, accessory. Develop using accessories. Unlearn. Make creature unlearn abilities. I have no idea what's happening. I've been playing for an hour. Fiend Arena. I have no idea. I wish I hadn't skipped the tutorial in this part. Progress. God damn it, game. Just progress. What do I do? Do I talk to Riku again? Let me talk to Riku again. Riku, it's kind of hard to be sphere hunters when we can't even track down a sphere to hunt. Let's talk to the brother again. Brother, ab ab ito ifaifo. Let's talk to the buddy again. Still analyzing. Let's leave. Let's talk to Pain again. Might as well take it easy. Let's leave. Go talk to Shoopuff Man again. Really? I've just done this. Am I just fucking killing time? What am I doing? The battery isn't gonna last forever in this Vita. Go up to the... Up to the deck? Wait, were we on the deck or are we on the cabin? Let's go out to the cabin. <sighs> Let's go talk to Shoebuff Man again. Here we are in the bar. Hi, Shoebuff Man. Gull store, rest. Let's rest again. We're going back to sleep. We're back awake again. We're slowly getting out of bed. Okay. A bunch of guitars up on the wall. Oh, let's go back to the lift. Ah. Hey. This bullshit walking around was actually what I was expected to be doing by the game. That's what actually the gameplay was. Walking around killing time. Going back to the bridge quickly. 
Because I guess the buddy guy found a thing. This the thing. Here we are on the bridge. Progress, please, game. Progress adequately. And then die, please, Vita, so I can go to sleep. Okay, Riku's up and running around. Just running over to Buddy. Treasure Sphere Waves. Mount Gagazet is where um, Kamari's people are from. The Ronso. Hotspot. Chapter 1. Completed 3%. Mission Sphere Hunt. We're getting sphere waves from the top of Sacred Mount Gagazet. Go get the treasure spheres, Gull Wings. Go! Easy or hard? It's uh, 3 stars out of 5. Okay, go. I want a new mission, I guess. This whole mission thing is different. Sacred Mount Gagazet, Silent Guardian of Xanarkand, City of the Dead. When the faith disappeared, the clouds enshrouding the mountain began to thin and disperse, revealing long-forgotten ruins among its peaks. Cool. Hey, the racks are floating! Um, I can't see that. All I can see is clouds. Oh, here we are. Yeah, I guess there's a bunch of floating rocks, I guess. Although I couldn't see that they were floating. Just looked like the tip of a mountain. And now we've jumped off the airship onto uh, an amazing, uh, like, castle. Crazy, huge, metal, shiny metal castle. With a weird kind of hexagonal tower. Lots of spikes, lots of, like, wrought iron. It's really ugly. Oh no, Yuna is collapsing, and we're right on the edge of the tall, tall tower. And she just fell off. I heard two friends have caught her, and they're pulling her up. Yeah, so Yuna's dangling from their hands currently. They pulled Yuna up off the ledge. Thanks. That was a little close. A little? Coming! We're here. Everything's fine now. Keep an eye on Rico. You got it. All right. So now we're running along this, uh, I don't know what you call it, is this a parapet? I just caught a glimpse of like a hidden uh, treasure chest I'm going to try and get. Jumping tutorial. Press and hold circle while approaching a chasm to leap across. Fail to press circle and you may lose your balance, so be careful. Alright. Okay. Climbing tutorial. Holding circle as you approach a wall. Oh, thank fuck. The Vita's dead. Episode's over, the Vita's dead. Good night, everyone. Yep, dead battery screen, the Vita's dead. Like, yeah. Pizza, do you like this game? Um, I can respect that maybe it gets good. Did you want me to play it? Because it's just like a barrage of, of, uh, of new and different uh, frustrations. 
that kind of feels like what it is. It's just like, here's, here's, here's a game you love, and now what if we changed it to be different and worse? Um, maybe if I made myself persist, I could learn to enjoy it. Maybe if it changed some aspects of itself. But if it doesn't, like, maybe, maybe if the, at, at, like, in, like, the second mission, if Riku and her brother get killed in some tragic crash, car crash or something, or gun accident, which is, I guess, welcome, welcome to Spura, guns. Um, maybe, maybe if, uh, if Riku and her brother stopped being a part of the game, I could actually find some way to enjoy it. Some some way to learn to cope with the the system that uh, it it has thrust me into. Uh, Pizza, if you genuinely enjoy this game, please let me know. I'm curious to 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 hear that it might have some redeeming features. Uh, Troy, I think you said you played a bit of this game and you didn't hate it. Maybe it gets. Maybe if I was putting effort into liking it, I could like it. Um, it's midnight now. I gave myself too much editing to do in this episode, so... Uh, and it was all buried at the... After an hour of just, like, frustrated gibberish. So this has been a bit of a, um... A bit of a weird one. I should have just, um... Should have just gone to bed at ten, I guess. But, you know, you gotta make a podcast, don't you? Yeah, you gotta make a podcast, obviously. Um, yeah, alright, thanks everyone. I hope you didn't hate this. I hope, I hope, I hope against hope that you didn't hate this. Um, yeah, see you around. Goodbye. It's not magic. It's certainty And what comes after certainty A world of mystery I stood on the surf in Kauai While my love Video me on honeymoon. The passenger is the driver in ecstasy. to see Still hard to read Well I never thought I'd make it this far Little old house Recent model car And I got the woman of my dreams